0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of the In The Money Players podcast. This is an Aqueduct Pick 6 carryover show for Friday, December 16th. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornatal, back with you in the Brooklyn Bunker once again, doing something a little bit different here. I'm going solo today, folks. Um, This carryover just came upon us, and I was willing to uh, just jump in and do the work right away. And and I didn't even, on a busy Friday around the holidays, uh, reach out to too many people. We I thought, I thought I'd try something a little different. I've done it before, going solo, channeling my own inner Matt Bernier. But that's what we're going to do for today's show. We've got a carryover of 24,000 plus in the pick six. It starts in race number four. We've just had scratches come in as well. So I can give you those as we go. We kick things off with a $10,000 claimer in race number four, where uh, it's clean. It looks like all eight runners are going to participate here who were signed up. And I don't have a strong opinion in this race. I I have a lone A. It's just sort of how the numbers worked out. But this isn't an A I'd be pressing terribly hard. Let's put it that way. I'm certainly going to have some tickets using all four of the runners I'm about to mention equally. But I did put number eight, Son of Darkness, on top. Just a pace play. Look to me looking at the time form, U.S. pace projector, and some other info that Son of Darkness had a chance to be loose in this spot. A flow upgrade coming out of the last race, uh, making the lead inefficiently fast. And I just thought I would have a much easier time making the front end here in a race where a lot of the other runners I like are going to be coming from farther back. Could be a tactical advantage, especially on the sloppy racetrack we are going to be seeing here in New York on this Friday afternoon. I did want to use a bunch of backups. I'll start with number five, first deputy. Has run very well in recent claiming races out of town, catching a much easier group than the last time he ran on this circuit. Previously had run well in New York. First deputy just looked like one, a late runner I wanted to keep on side the six, Cavaradossi. This horse hasn't raced in an age, okay? It's been like 500 days, year and a half, no clues in the work tab. Just in theory on the numbers this horse fits, and from a shrewd barn as well, this is one I'm really going to let the tote board help me decide with. If Cavaradossi takes money, I'd probably even upgrade to an A. And if this horse is dead on the board, you know, opens it eight to one and doesn't really catch any money i might even leave out as a horse that you know presumably needs the race but in a race i didn't have a strong opinion on numbers one i would like to include in an ideal world and if he catches money again probably even going to upgrade from there um number seven trigger pull this horse has been racing against much better Fits um, very well against this group uh, as opposed to the last couple of races. Has had some wet track success. Races all the time in, uh, in I think, solid hidden form because of the quality of those recent fields. I like the eight as an A. Five, six, and seven will be on tickets in uh, various combinations as well. Let's talk about race number five. Two-year-old New York-bred maiden fillies going a mile this time around. And you can take out number one, Cairo Sugar, who would have been a little bit interesting. And number six, Never Personal as well for this one mile contest. This is a spot to get skinny for me. I really think that number two, Silver Skillet, looks like the one. Thought she ran very well in the stake last time out because of the trip. Didn't break well, was wide, stuck on okay obviously well beaten but i think that's okay especially uh, back on the drop here on pace figs i think is going to be much closer than in the recent starts and i thought that the recent works look solid i don't think the wet track will be an issue i will plant a flag with number two silver skillet in race number five hopefully we will be alive and well heading to race number three where we've got phillies and mares once again three and up new york bred maiden special weights we're going six and a half on the dirt this time around. And we've got a full field that's going to uh, be going to post. Uh, All nine will go as of now. There's going to be a heavy favorite in here who I'm going to do that old thing where the, the old defensive use. We'll get to her in a minute. My top A of the two I wanted to use is number nine, Shinful, this horse that ran okay for the dirt debut. The figure declined there, but that wasn't an easy trip. And I think there's a good chance she'll improve Once again, I like this draw four, and I like that she's got some speed. Number six, Spooky Lady was another I was going to use as an A. This ex-Baffert runner now in the care of Rudy Rodriguez. Really, this horse is just a guess. But on pace, figs, another that could be loose. And against this field on a wet track, that might be all it takes. Horse that will be bet heavily in here, and I will definitely have on some tickets the aforementioned defensive use. Number three, photon has some old numbers that would bury this field but it's just getting to the point where she's burned enough money that i don't mind taking a little shot against through much of my play though you can upgrade to an a if you're a marvel fan for photon and then uh the other one i was going to back up with is the the one that scratched the uh, number one uh, oh no i'm sorry This is the problem when you do shows yourself. You talk so much, you you can confuse yourself. This horse is going, and I will use number one, Bonadu. Basically, this is just off that eye-catching work three back in a field where others don't amaze me. I think Bonadu makes sense as a backup. Include, if you can afford, in race number six. We pivot to race number seven, where we've got uh, straight three-year-old claimers, $50,000, We're going seven furlongs on the dirt, and we do have some changes, some important changes to report in this spot because number six, Skylander will not go, and number eight, Buckingham Prince, who I think I probably would have used as an A as a first-time gelding for a new barn, is also not going. So just the six runners will be uh, participating in this spot, and I like number two, Pin Track. Nothing clever here. Great form, might be controlling speed. Just an obvious A press for me. I will use a little bit of number five, Good Skate, who I bet on the step up in class last time had a no shot trip against that tougher field. Now dropping, turning back as a horse who I had had on my radar in the last run uh, off the quality of that run two back. I'm not getting beat by Good Skate. That'll be my lone B, two and five for me in race number seven as we're getting on to the uh, the serious portion of this pick 6 where you can start to dream a little if you're still alive. Race number 8 is an allowance going a mile on the dirt. Fillies and mares, 3 year old and up. And uh changes wise, we can take out number 3 kaironi who would have been a little bit interesting um I thought on this uh on, on this first attempt on the dirt, but they're not feeling it in the slop for kaironi and they will not be participating so we can we can leave that one out completely i put number six choose happiness as my top pick been running solid numbers on the turf but has okay dirt form to run back to the most recent run win did come in the slop over this course and distance and i just thought there was a chance she could get a setup here in a race where the pace scenario was a little murky to me number four jane gray is a sort of a hold your nose a for me You know, those last two runs, what's been going on? They've been subpar. Is she going off form? Maybe. Does she not like wet tracks? Maybe. But, of course, it's going to be another wet track again today. But still, um, I just feel like on numbers, on the forward trip she's going to get, I don't want to blow up my pick six if she wins. Not one I would be endorsing on the win end at anything like the even money projected by David Aragona, but a horse I will be including. And then another one I'd like to have as a backup, the eight, Sweet surprise. I'm guessing this horse is going to be a big long shot. Should be double digits. Maybe not with the scratch of Chironi, but 6'8 at the least. And if the favorite doesn't show up, if Jane Grey is going off form or can't handle the slop, etc., sweet surprise could get an absolutely perfect forward trip. I'm including, I think the price will be there, 6'4 and 8 for me in race number eight. Race number nine is the payleg. Two year old maiden Phillies New York breads going six furlongs on the dirt. And this race has come apart a little bit with the scratches. So bear with me while I give you those. The straight one, Frankie knows best, is out. Honest banker, the 1A will go. Uh, Number three, Maze Loved Laffy is out. And then the six, seven, and the eight are all out, knowing you burnt again and uh palculate, if I'm saying that correctly. So you can take out the straight one, the three and the six seven and eight so it leaves you with a much uh, a much thinner group to to contend with i kind of think the favorites are the right way to go in here i thought the nine carapara love the fact that she ran her best race with moisture in the surface three back that effort likely gallops against these. And then I wanted to keep in. I had it listed as an A, the four. Pretty Miss Keens. Just very logical on the drop. I'm guessing maybe not fully fit last time off the break. And I thought ran better than it looked in the slop two back. That was an against the flow performance. And yeah, the winner was right on her. But that was Bantera who came back to compete in a stake and then go on and win a first level allowance by 10. So I think that was sort of a very subtle flow upgrade for Pretty Miss Keynes, who should go better here. And then I do want to include as a backup, the first time starter, number 10, Joey Big Nose. Safi Joseph bothers to ship up from Florida. The Sire is very average, but, you know, acceptably average 10% type stats with debut runners. I like the fact that the female family's been productive. Both siblings were winners. Neither won on debut. The dam did win on debut, though, when you scratch the surface, it was just a slow race at Santa Rosa. Kind of mixed feelings, but enough to include some 10s on the ticket. So there you have it. Those are my thoughts on this pick six Sequence, if you want a little digest of all the picks, sign up for, and not just this show, but all the shows, sign up for our In The Money Plus service, inthemoneypodcast.com slash plus. There is going to be a price increase in the new year, but if you get it now, you lock in the current price in perpetuity. So a good opportunity, don't let it slip. Uh, you know, lock in the whole year. Why not? You'll get our Kentucky Derby expanded package our our breeders cup expanded package. I, I love the fact, I felt very proud of the fact that when we sent around our survey to listeners, some of the feedback we got was this is such a good deal. It's actually underpriced. we we're, we're, we're taking that into consideration. We're going to up the price slightly for next year, but again, you can grandfather in before the new year at the current prices. We encourage you to do that. We encourage you to participate in this pick six pool today. Hey, I don't think it will carry, uh, with, especially with the scratches and shorter fields, but we will be back with analysis of a stakes-laden Saturday card on the regular late-week show. Check that out as well. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to listen and sticking all the way to the end for this special edition of the podcast. I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos!